We're on Yevamos Ayin Zayin Amad Aleph 77a. And the Gemara is discussing the topic of Amun and Moab. The fact that uh, a person who converts from the nations of Amun and Moab, uh, those nations do not uh, exist today, but when they did exist, so then there would be a prohibition for the men who convert uh, to marry most Jews, the Kahal Hashem, the congregation of Hashem. They can marry other converts <coughs> and a few other people, but they're not allowed to marry most Jews. Uh, but for the women, like Rus, for example, Ruth, uh, they are allowed to marry uh, from the Kal Hashem, from any, from any other Jew. Now the Gemara is going to discuss, what about marrying a Kohen? Are they allowed to marry a Kohen? So we know that the women who convert, they're allowed to marry within the Kala Hashem, within the congregation of Hashem, but does that include a Kohen? So first of all, when it comes to the actual convert, that is a general rule. There's a general rule that anybody who converts, not just people from Amun and Moab, but if anybody converts, uh, if it's a woman, so then she's not allowed to marry a Kohen. She cannot marry a Kohen. So certainly here too, if she converts, so she's also not allowed to marry a Kohen. The question is really not about her, but it's really about what happens if there is a daughter of a convert. What happens if there's a daughter of a convert? So let's say uh, a male uh, convert from Ammon or Moab has a daughter. So now could that daughter, that daughter certain, certainly can marry within the Kal Hashem. They can marry most Jews. However, are they allowed to marry a Kohen? Uh, so that is going to be the topic uh, for, uh, for today's discussion. Now, also a little bit more of an introduction. There are two different types of situations that we could have. Uh, we could have a situation where uh, the parents, let's say the father is from Ammon, and then the mother is also either from Ammon or a convert. Basically, they were allowed to get married. They were allowed to get married. He married somebody who's not part of the Kahal Hashem, the congregation of Hashem, and they have a daughter. Certainly if they have a son, so then that son would not be allowed to marry most Jews. That, that exists forever. Uh, the prohibition for the men to, to marry most Jews. Uh, they're allowed to marry other converts, but not most Jews. Uh, that is one scenario. The second scenario is where he has a child, Be'iser, when it's not allowed, i.e. he marries uh, a woman that's part of, that's just a, a regular Yisrael, a regular uh, Jewish woman, and so that's not allowed. And then they have a child. So what would happen in that scenario? Those are two very different scenarios. So the Gemara is assuming the first way in the beginning. The Gemara will be assuming the first way that everything is fine. Uh, the man is from Moa, Amon and marries a convert. And then they have a daughter. So the question, the daughter certainly is allowed to marry most Jews. The question is, could she marry a Kohen or not? Uh, so the Gemara says as follows. Amar Ula, Amar Abiyochanan, says, Bas Yes, she could marry a Kohen. Now, it's important to note that this is actually, forget about Ammon or Moab, we had a dispute earlier in the tractate in Yevamos that if anybody who converts, so they're not allowed to marry a Kohen, so if they have a daughter, uh, so then it was subject to dispute, is the daughter allowed to marry a Kohen or not? Rabbi Yehuda said that they cannot. Rabbi Yossi says they can. So the Gemara wants to know, Amar Rova Bar Ula, Ula Rova Bar Ula asks his father, Keman. When Rabbi Yochanan said this, who is he saying this? Within which opinion? 
If it's like Rabbi Yehuda, Ha'amar Basker Zacher Kabaschal Zacher. How could Rabbi Yochanan say this within Rabbi Yehuda? Rabbi Yehuda holds that for converts in general, the daughter of a convert cannot marry a Kohen. It's not just for the convert, but the daughter of the convert also cannot marry a Kohen. So why why would Rabbi Yochanan ever say that if you're from Amun, so then all of a sudden you could marry a Kohen? Pshita. And if you're going to tell me that it's going according to the, the opinion of Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi holds in general that you, uh, the daughter of a, of a convert, is allowed to marry a Kohen. Why would I think that if it's the daughter of somebody from Amun or Moab, it would be different? Why would you even think that that would be different? It should be obvious that it would be allowed. Essentially, the Gemara is asking either... It should be the same laws as a regular convert. The daughter of a regular convert is subject to dispute. Rabbi Yehuda says they cannot marry a Kohen. Rabbi Yossi says they could marry a Kohen. So we should have the same thing when it comes to the daughter of somebody from Ammon. Uh, the daughter from somebody from Ammon is allowed to marry a Yisrael. They're allowed to marry most Jews. So then the issue of a Kohen should be the same exact dispute as with regards to a regular convert, the daughter of a regular convert. So the Gemara entertains the following possibility. Maybe as follows. Maybe Rabbi Yossi only said that it's allowed if it's the daughter of parents who are allowed to marry most Jews. But in this scenario where she's the daughter of somebody from Ammon, or let's say from Moab, where the father was not allowed to marry most Jews, they weren't allowed to marry most Jews. They weren't allowed to marry those who were part of the Kahal. So maybe the daughter would be different. The big question is Minale. Why would you think it's different? Who cares? Yeah, it's true. The father cannot marry most Jews. The father has to marry somebody from Ammon or Moab or another convert or a few other exceptions. But what, would that, what does that have to do with the daughter? Why would you, why would you think this impacts the daughter? So the Gemara tries to entertain the following possibility. It will reject it. Ultimately, this is rejected. There is no real reason to differentiate between the daughter of somebody from Ammon and the daughter of any other convert. The same dispute that applies to the daughter of a convert also applies to the daughter of Ammon. But the Gemara is entertaining the following possibility, which it will about to re- it will reject uh, thereafter. The Gemara says as follows: Maybe we can learn out and say it's comparable to the Kohen Gadol being married to an Almana. Kohen Gadol, the high priest, is not allowed. To, it's not allowed to marry a widow. If they do, but if they do, so then the child is what we refer to as a chalal and cannot marry a kohen. And so we should learn from that case. The Gemara says, what's the, what's the comparison? Hard to understand the comparison here. They committed a sin. There was a sin. The kohen gadol, the high priest married somebody who was a widow. They had a child. That was, that was not allowed. They were, the, the whole relationship was not allowed. Over here, the relationship is perfectly fine. Somebody from Amun can marry another convert. Everything's fine. No, we could prove from the case of a chalal. The chalal is that child um, who, that child uh, of that of that relationship uh, is a chalal. They cannot marry a kohen. It's forbidden for them to marry a kohen. And if the chalal has children, so then those children also cannot marry a kohen, even though the chalal is allowed to get married. The chalal could marry a Yisrael, they could marry somebody who's not a Kohen, and if they have a child, the child is also a Chalal. So we see that we have an example where the Chalal didn't commit any sin. Uh, the Chalal married Yisrael, was allowed to marry Yisrael, was allowed to marry another Jew, not a Kohen, but married a Yisrael, 
And the child then is a chalal, is somebody who's not allowed to marry a Kohen. So maybe that could prove it to us. The Gemara says, wait a minute. What are you talking about? But a chalal, still, the way he became a chalal was through sin. Over here, there's no sin whatsoever. There's nothing. The um, person from Amun converts and married uh, another convert. No, nothing went wrong here. By the chalal, originally, the way he became a chalal was through a sin, through the parents who committed a sin. Now, the Gemara wants to say, It's true the parents committed a sin, but we have the case of the Kohen Gadol, the high priest, high priest where, the, where uh, the parents didn't commit a sin. It's true that the high priest himself committed a sin by having this relationship with a widow. Uh, but the parents didn't. So the Gemara wants to maybe prove from the two of them together. Maybe we can prove from the two of them together because each one has a certain weakness, but it's not the same weakness. And maybe the two of them together, the situation of the Kohen Gadol married to the widow and also the situation of the Chalal marrying a Yisrael, which is allowed, and then the child also, in both scenarios, is not allowed to marry a Kohen. Maybe we could sort of put the two together. As the, as the Gemara explains, in both scenarios, they are not allowed to marry a Kohen, and the, and the daughter is uh, also not allowed to marry a Kohen. So maybe we should also apply the same thing over here, that since the parents, uh, they're not just not allowed to marry a Kohen, they're not allowed, the Amon, the, the father from, who's from Amon, is not allowed to marry any Jew, so then maybe the daughter should also also be disqualified. And the Gemara answers what seemingly is the obvious answer to reject all of this. How could we compare the two? How could we compare, on the one hand, the high priest being married to the one to the widow, or compare the Chalal case where it's the child of such a relationship, where if that child then is married to Israel, which is perfectly fine, then their child is a chalal. In all those cases, it starts off with sin. In the end of the day, there, there's some element of sin involved. And there's of a prohibitive relationship. Because there's some element of sin involved, so then we can't compare it to our case. Amon, the father was from Amon, married somebody completely kosher. It's completely allowed. Married somebody from uh, a converter. There's somebody else from Amon. Uh, so... It was completely allowed. So why should that impact in the end of the day? If it was completely allowed, why should that impact the daughter? Why should we say that the daughter now is disqualified from marrying a Kohen? Why would we differentiate? It should be like any other daughter of a Kohen, where Rabiosi says she's allowed to marry a Kohen. So then so too over here, she should be allowed to marry a Kohen, which is what we hold in the end of the day. In the end of the day, uh, we do see this. Dilma vade Essentially, the Gemara says, rather, in the case that we've been discussing until now, it's true. The the daughter, the, the same dispute, the, there's no reason to assume otherwise. According to Rebiose, the daughter of somebody from Amun is like the daughter of any other convert and could marry a Kohen. And there's no reason to even assume otherwise. Uh, but what what are we discussing here? The case where Rabbi Yochanan had to tell us, he told it to us for a reason, Rabbi Yochanan wanted to tell us, the daughter's kosher. Don't think otherwise. That's not the case that we're referring to because there's no reason to entertain another possibility. If Rabbi Yossi says the daughter's uh, Kamaria Kohen, so then for other converts, also over here. So what's the case? The case is case number two that we started off with in our introduction. The case is where the father from Amon married a Yisrael, married a, a Jewish woman, 
who was born Jewish, and it was not allowed. That's that's a relationship which is not allowed, and they have a daughter. So could that daughter now marry a Kohen? So Rabbi Yochanan, all of a sudden, he's coming along and he's saying, yes, you can marry a Kohen. She can marry a Kohen. And we'll see why this is really not so simple. Rabbi Yochanan says that she could marry a Kohen, the daughter of this prohibitive relationship could marry a Kohen. However, Rish Lakish says, no, you're not allowed to. She cannot marry a Kohen. And in fact, Rish Lakish is the more obvious uh, the more obvious uh, uh, law. Why? Because Rabbi Yochanan says, Rish Lakish says, sorry, Rish Lakish says, Rapsula, Diyalaf Lami Kohen Gadol, Baalmana. In general, we say that for the vast majority of cases, if the parents are in a relationship which is not allowed, even if it's an ordinary negative commandment, but at the end of the day that it's not allowed, and so in general, when there's a case where the parents are in a prohibitive relationship, even if it's not kares, it's uh, it's not so, as severe as kares, but it's negative. Anytime they they're they're violating uh, a Torah prohibition and they're in a relationship, the the wife now is viewed as a zona. They have the halachic status of a zona, and then the child cannot marry a kohen. The child is not allowed to marry a kohen, and that's in for the vast majority of cases. It's like that. So Rish Lakish is really the more obvious opinion. Rish Lakish says that if the parents, the father's from Amun, the mother is uh, a regular Jew, they're not allowed to be married, they get married, they have a relationship, they have a daughter, Rish Lakish is the more obvious opinion to say that the daughter cannot marry a Kohen, just like any other prohibitive relationship. Rabbi Yochanan is the one that we have to explain. Rabbi Yochanan Amr Rabbi Yochanan says, no, she could marry. Why? Why could she marry a Kohen? Did Tani Rabbi Zakai come to Rabbi Yochanan? Rabbi Zakai said, in front of Rabbi Yochanan, the verse says, by a Kohen, Ki im besula yikach isha. The verse says that the Kohen Gadol should marry somebody specifically who is a besula, somebody who is a virgin. And why does it say, It's coming to include somebody who is from your nation, that they have to be somebody who is from your nation, from one nation, meaning somebody who the parents are from one nation, not somebody who's from one, is from Amon, and one is a regular Jew. No, it has to be somebody specifically. It could be the daughter of a convert, but they have to be, it has to be somebody from the same, they have to be part of the same nation, meaning it's coming to reject uh, our scenario, essentially. It's coming to say somebody specifically who is uh, from the same nation and not from Amon, who the father's Amon, and the mother is a Yisrael, and the mother is a regular Jew, meaning only those people could marry a Kohen. But Rabbi Yochanan says no. Rabbi Yochanan says back to him no. And this is the opinion of Rabbi Yochanan who says that they could marry a Kohen. Rabbi Yochanan says that it's when it says that you should take a, a, a besula, a virgin me'amav from your nation, it's there to tell me 
that it's not just if they're from one nation, but even if the parents are from two different nations. What is that referring to? What case? What's the point of two different nations? So Rabbi Yochanan says it must be talking about the case where the father's from Ammon and the mother is a regular Jew. It's a regular Jew. And even so, even though there's a prohibition, and even though in general if the parents are in a, are in a relationship which is not allowed, the, the daughter is not allowed to marry Kohen, but here there's an exception to the rule. The Torah is telling us explicitly that in a case where the father's from Amun and the mother is a regular Jew, even though they're not allowed to be married, they're not allowed to be in this relationship, but the child still could marry a Kohen. And he proves it from a, we refer to as a Gzeris HaKasav. There's a, a way to figure it out from the verse itself that tells us that this is an exception to the rule. Ikadamri, there's a different version to this, which says that it's not just from uh, one's from Amun and one's from a regular Jew, where the father's from Amun and the mother's a regular Jew. Ikadamri, this other version says, Amr Lei, Rabbi Yochanan says, Anishona Amav me Amav Lahavi Besul Haba Mishnei Amimin, me Am Shiyeshbo Shnei Amimin. It's not just the fact that they 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 uh, come from two nations, but it's where the father is somebody who's from two nations. The father himself is from Amon, who is from two nations. What does it mean that he comes from two nations? It means that he's from Amon, either Amon or Moab. They are essentially viewed as two nations because the the men have a very different halachic status than the women. Anybody who converts from Ammon or Moab, so the men are not allowed to marry into the Jewish people, into the Kal Hashem, into the congregation of, of Hashem. The women are allowed to. So somebody who's from Ammon really stems from two nations. They really stem from two nations. So the Gemara now wants to figure out, and this is what the Gemara is trying to figure out now, is, okay, this makes sense for Ammon, but, but Rabbi Yochanan said, said this not just for the nation from Ammon, but they said this also for the following. Rabbi Yochanan also said in the following situation. Uh, we also saw this in the Mishnah, uh, that uh, somebody who's Egyptian, somebody who comes from Mitzrayim, so whether it's a male or female, whether it's a man or a woman, they are not allowed to marry into the Jewish people for the first three generations. For the first three generations, they're not allowed to, the third generation is allowed to, for the first two, they're not allowed to marry into the Jewish people. So Rabbi Yochanan said, let's say you have a second generation Egyptian. Um, so then that daughter, who's now third generation, who certainly is, everybody would agree, is allowed to marry into the Jewish people. Are they allowed to marry a, uh, a Kohen? So Rabbi Yochanan wants to say, yes, they're allowed to marry a Kohen, even if... The parents, where the father is an Egyptian and and is in a is in a relationship which is not allowed with a regular Jew, the daughter could still marry into into the Kohen. So the question is, according to the second version, according to the first version, it makes sense because it's still those are two from two different nations. One is from Egypt, one is a regular Jew, so that makes sense. But if if according to the second version, it's limited to where the father himself stems from two different nations, that only applies to Amun. So let's see what the Gemara has to say. So the Gemara says. Where, how would we learn this out for, for, for an Egyptian, Menale? The Gemara wants to say maybe we should learn it out from the actual case of Amon. If the father's from Amon, the mother is a regular Jew, just like the daughter is also allowed to marry Cohen, maybe in our case as well. And if you're going to ask me, well, Amon has certain leniencies because 
in general, the, the women are allowed to marry most Jews, which we don't find, which is not the case by the Egyptians. No, because I could also, I could also give you the following case. If you have uh, a second generation Mitzri father and a second generation Mitzri mother, so then the child is also allowed to then go ahead and marry a Kohen. Oh, the Gemara then asks, you can't learn from there. Mala Mitzri Shani, Shinasa Mitzri Shnia, Shkin be also Bavera, but in that case, there is no sin. A second generation Egyptian is allowed to marry a convert, is allowed to marry a, a woman who is also second generation Egyptian who is also a convert. There's no sin there. But basically, in the end of the day, we're also going to extend this to an Egyptian case because we could have these two other cases. This is a similar principle to what we had earlier. We have two cases which are somewhat similar. Uh, and so therefore, we can learn out from both to our case of a Mitzvashini, the daughter also can marry a Kohen. Okay, a few more lines. Amar of Yosef, said, I heard this from uh, Rabbi Yehuda, the statement of Rabbi Yochanan of Amav me Amav. I didn't know what it was saying until I finally heard this from Rabbi Yochanan. Rishmol bar Yehuda, Amar bar Yehuda said, this is what happened with the whole back and forth between Rabbi Zaka and Rabbi Yochanan. And we're going to have a uh, unclear statement, and the Gemara is going, going to try to analyze the statement. In the end of the day, what's coming out is that this is really uh, Rabbi Zakkai and Rabbi Yochanan, the same dispute that we had above, whether or not the daughter of uh, of this prohibitive relationship between a father who's from Amun, the mother is Yisrael, is she allowed to marry Kohen or not? That Rabbi Zakkai will say yes, and Rabbi Yochanan will say that no, we have to throw out that teaching. and Because the teaching says as follows. We'll do, we'll do this for another few minutes. Isha Amonis Kshira. We say that if she's a woman from Amon, she's allowed to marry. Uh, she's allowed to marry into the Jewish people. But not Me'amoni Pasal. However, if it's a son from somebody who's from Amon, the father's from Amon, they have a son, Pasal, disqualified. Ubita Mamonic Kshira. And if it's the daughter from someone from Amon, she is kosher. She is allowed to marry. The question is, who is she allowed to marry? And then the mark, the, the, the line continues. This only applies that she is kosher, she's allowed to marry, if the parents were both from Amon. But if one is from Amon, if the father is from Amon, and, the, and we'll see the mother is Israel, then not. So Amalei Pokhtan Livra, Rabbi Yochanan says, throw this out, it's not true, she could marry a Kohen. As he explained, my When we say that a regular Amoni who's a woman is, is kosher, she's allowed to marry most Jews, that's based on the principle that we had from yet the last recording, only men are not allowed to marry most Jews. Women are Ammoni Vlamonis. The son of an Ammoni is also disqualified because it, that lasts for generations, for forever, if it's a, if it's a male. Ubita What does it mean that the daughter of Ammoni's kasher is is allowed? With regards to what's the case? If it's to tell us that she's allowed to marry most Jews. The mother's allowed to marry most Jews. Certainly she could. Elakuna must be referring to the kuhuna, to marry a Kohen. So this last case of the daughter of, of from Amon must be referring to a case where the father's from Amon, the mother is a regular Jew. They're not allowed to be married. And in that case, we say she's, she is disqualified. That's, that's the teaching that was taught. So that's how Rabbi Yochanan then responds back. Take that out. 
Rabbi Yochanan says that that can't be. We do not follow that. In the end of the day, the point of this whole back and forth is that Rishlakir says that uh, this case is similar to, to, to the regular cases where she is disqualified because the parents were in a prohibitive relationship. Rabbi Yochanan says that, no, this is an exception to the rule. This case would be an exception to the rule, and she is, in fact, allowed to marry Cohen, even though the father's from Amon, the mother's uh, Yisrael, they're not allowed to be married, but still, this is an exception to the rule.